your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Feel it coming in the air, yeah. and the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem? Tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to Kwame Lasso, the Sports Talk. I appreciate that, Ruben Cologne, put the music together, but look. We got a lot of sports to talk about. We're going to talk from football. We're going to talk from baseball. May have a caller call in. Uh, guy won won the World Series in 2001. So uh, we're going to keep out for that. But we're going to talk a little football first. Um, and we're going to get to that baseball. Very exciting things going on in the football world. Um, MVP mentions probably. We'll talk about that. That could be two. That could be three or four guys in the uh, lead right now who have outstanding records at their position. Uh, we're going to talk baseball, very exciting games, going into extra endings. But, again, if you want to call in, chime in on the comment. you got a question to comment. You want to talk about some things. want to talk about what we're talking about. The number is 888-346-9144. As always, I have my co-host from the other coast is on this coast, Coach B. What's the word, baby? What's going on with you? That's all good, man. Welcome to the show. Glad and, to be and, here again this again. week. Again. Yeah, again. But uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. We got the, that uh, football. I don't know if you how much baseball you've been watching, but oh, I gotta watch this time. This is the time to watch baseball. I, I, I was going to say that this if is, you don't watch baseball any other time of the year, now October is the time, baby. So when uh when our guests call in, I think um uh I might I was going to ask him that too, but this is probably the best time to watch baseball. Oh I think God. uh well you got the uh, the Phillies and Dodgers, Yankees and Angels. This is um this is exciting team. Four of the best teams. I think it could have been uh, at least two to three other teams that could be in this position. But these guys are right here putting on a good show. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, October is the best time to watch baseball. But then something there's something that's yeah. said about preseason yeah. when they're all in their respected areas. Like you got the teams here in Arizona, you got the teams out in, in southern Florida or in Florida. You get those guys and you know, your fans get to come out on vacation and see preseason baseball. Right. So, but now is the time to watch. It's probably the best time to watch sports. You got basketball, football, hockey, and baseball going on right now. Yeah, basketball coming back. And if you're a hockey fan, call in. We can talk about that too. Uh, basketball coming back like preseason. Finally, start tonight. It, it started. Uh, it started a while ago. Oh, the, the regular season. Regular season oh, yeah, tonight. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got tonight or Thursday. And they they already hyping up the big game uh, next Tuesday, which will be. Um, and we'll talk about that because we'll be on the air before it happens. Will be the Boston Celtics and the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm gonna miss that game. So we'll get to that. But right now, um, uh, you talk about October being. October's where you make that move. October, yeah. if you're on a bubble, you find a way to make that move because you could have been, a, you know, good team injuries. Everything that takes place with the baseball season injuries. Right. Uh, these guys, you may look at baseball and say the same thing you would say about golf if you're watching. This is a boring sport, but it's not boring unless you played it. It's not boring unless you're involved with it. You have yep. to play that. But these mm-hmm. guys, I tell you, these guys have just as many uh, injuries uh, as football players. Many injury as basketball players because you got to understand these guys are playing 160, 180 plus games uh, throughout a season, so they don't have time. They're playing double headers, triple headers. They don't have time to rest up and heal like a lot of two. Only the only rest period, uh, only player in baseball will probably be a pitcher who gets uh, probably thirty million dollars for every four or five days he Good. pitches. Man, they get paid a lot of money. It's love. Time. It's love to be a pitcher. It's beautiful. All right, let's go here. Denver Broncos, are they for real or not? 
Um, and, and I ask that them being six and zero, are they for real or not? But they are six and zero. I don't care how you win the games, you win in the games. You look at how they're winning, and they're winning kind of like the the Patriots won them back in the early two thousands. Well, they have a Patriots connection. Well, again, they're winning them like that. You have your offense just putting up enough points. You have your defense making a few stands, and your special teams are definitely being special. Yeah, your special teams put up fourteen points last night. They don't win that game without those fourteen points. They don't, and that's Eddie Royal, Eddie, a VA guy, a Virginia Tech. Yes, sir. VA in general. But I, I think here's the um, here's the change I see in the um, in the Denver Broncos from previous years and our previous probably two or three years. Uh, Shanahan did have the team, and then he's he's still the coach. He's still the coach that's up for a few jobs that will be up next year if he decides to take them because he's still getting paid from Denver. But a lot I see a lot of discipline. I see a lot of things I saw. As you mentioned, and the New England Patriots offense, the New England Patriots defense and special teams, you're getting work from a lot of guys that are not so-called a star. You're getting work from a lot of guys who understand their role. The guys, um, uh, we had issues uh, on offseason. Uh, they had issues on offseason with the uh, Brandon Marshall who wanted a new contract. Didn't conduct himself in that manner. He is an elite receiver, but you have to go out there and get the numbers. You can't make the uh, owners, uh, management give you a new contract, but I think he was trying to get out of there, like a Jay Cutler did. Jay Cutler said he wanted out of there, and they found a way to get their franchise yeah. quarterback out there. So I figured he he thought he could do the same thing and and work on a new contract at the same time. But he started acting unimpro- inappropriate. He started if you if you're doing business, you want to do business, you got to start acting business like. Right. And, and the way he acted in camp was uh was terrible. But the difference in his Denver Bronco team is. There are not a lot of mistakes. Uh, these guys, are, uh, they have a quarterback in Kyle Orton that uh, everyone, including me, thought would be an issue. But I've watched Kyle Orton when he was in Chicago as he backed up here and there. But all he does is win football games. So with that saying, these guys being 6-0, and if his last name was Manning, Favre, or uh, Brady, would you mention this guy as far as an MVP, potential MVP? And it's still early because we're into six games. No, I wouldn't put him in the MVP category. And but, again, he did go to Purdue behind Drew Brees. He was, he's was he been a throwing quarterback for a long time. And he just needs to be in a situation or a position where not only does the coach have confidence, but also, I mean, not only does the players have confidence, but the coach has confidence too. And lets Kyle Orton pretty much take over the game when he needs to. And he doesn't make bad throws. He makes throws. See, his problem in Chicago, he didn't have receivers. Just Devin Hester. And that really not a receiver yet. But he's having a good season so far. Now he has weapons to throw to in Denver, so that's what's put him put them number one six and zero. Well, Cutler doesn't have the same receivers, but there's talk about a, a Terrell Owens trade. It's just talk, it's just rumor. It, it makes sense, but it's just talk. I don't know if uh, Joe Gallo got released by the Patriots this morning. Right. Well, Joe Gallo was going on. All right, Wes Welker was back. I thought they, they thought he would be a, a breather for Wes Welker, right. but the uh, Denver Broncos. These guys are not making mistakes. Uh, no. Kyle Orton. Uh, I think it's it's too early, but I'm not gonna say he's not an uh, MVP candidate. You got your team six and zero is where you come from, but the fan favorites are Manning, Brady, Farr right now at this and point, Manning. and Breeze and, and, Manning. and Manning. But uh, we we'll see how far Denver, uh, not Denver, but uh, the Giants go with Eli this year. But as far as Cal's uh, Horton concerned. I think this guy's doing a great job with his team, and he's probably taking his years personal because nobody wanted him. They thought he – and he is a journeyman, but nobody wanted him. The guy is a smart quarterback. Well, not really a journeyman because we didn't play with the with – the, um, Well, as far as backing he, up. Back, well, back, yeah, yeah, most definitely backing up. I just think that in overall 
he's doing what it takes to keep Denver in position to win a game. All right, and like I said, if you look at the Denver, uh, I'm sorry, the New England Patriots, you don't really see a, a lot of superstars. You don't really see uh, that. You you know the Tom Brady, you know the Randy Moss, West Walker superstar, but these the guys around and the supporting cast, they know their roles. So there's not a lot of controversy. There's not a lot of you don't see antics on the sideline. You don't hear about them in the press. Uh, these guys just go out and win football games. You talk about the games they lost earlier. Yeah, well, Tom Brady was coming back from that. He was getting. It takes rhythm right. and time to get back from a knee injury and have that uh, that same rhythm you had with your receivers. Uh, cadence, uh, what's going on defensively, and he's still one of the elite quarterbacks. Whether win, lose, or draw, uh, Brady is. But it takes time, and you talk about those games. But that's what I see in the Denver Broncos. These guys are uh, not making mistakes. You mentioned Eddie Royal, a Virginia Tech guy. Uh, Virginia guy, he's um, he's helping out tremendously on special teams, and that's what you got to have. All mm-hmm. phases, offense, defense, and special teams. Yes. At some point, they got to step up. Now we looked on uh, we looked at the team they played last night, the San Diego Chargers, and those guys. Those defensively, look, they defensively, they don't even, look. Were they even anywhere near Cal Orton? No, because Cal Orton gets rid of the ball. That's why I can't wait till it's six game. It's six and zero. I think they got Denver has a bye this week. Then they come back and play a pretty good team. Um, but they after the eighth game, if Denver is six and two, seventy one, eight and zero, I like to see the, how they get to those points. How do they get? To, how they handle the next two games, and then we'll see where Cal Orton is as far as the MVP is concerned. But the San Diego Chargers did not look like the San Diego Chargers to me. And these guys are probably sitting out. I think they were 2-4 and four now. No, I don't think they didn't. They didn't look very, very impressive on defense. Of course, Darren Sproles does his thing on special teams. Again, special teams stands out. You know, I kind of have a little bias in store special teams. But they stand out and, you know, they can make the difference in the game. And that's 21 points. 14 points, a totally different game. It the is. offense didn't score a whole lot of points for Denver. The special teams scored 14 of those points. Right. Okay, so then now they actually lose that game if the special teams don't – if Eddie Roy doesn't do what he does. In the second quarter, runs a f- kickoff return back for a touchdown and a punt return back for a touchdown. Right, and in San Diego, who normally have a pretty good special teams unit, uh, but if if that doesn't happen, like you said, the 14 points, this is a different ball game. Most definitely. Now, the um, – the San Diego Chargers not out of it, but and I get to that what I mean by that. Their last five games they should be able to beat. I think they play Kansas City this week coming up. I'm not gonna really get them that game. They still have to go into Kansas City and beat these guys. But they play Kansas City, City. They play Washington. They play Oakland. They play Tennessee. Um, but they got some games that they can win. And you've known in the past and seen also that San Diego Chargers always go on a late season run. Uh, they've done it a couple of times to get in the playoff. They they run off four or five games and become eight and eight, which is a testament to the conference they were in at the time, which is uh, Denver is probably going to own this conference. Don't forget what last year now, Denver was in first place 16 weeks of the, for the whole 16 weeks of, of the season. And they they made the playoffs because San Diego came back and humped them down and won the division on the last week. Right, that's what I'm saying. They come beating back. them. They come back. They have the team over there. And I think North Turner is a real, real – good uh, position coach, uh, offensive coordinator guy. But as a head coach, I don't see his teams winning a lot of times because he's been a head coach before. He was a great offensive coordinator in Dallas, Washington. Yeah. He, he was a good offensive coordinator in San Diego. But when you get the head job, you have so much you have to worry about. Now, these teams, I mentioned San Diego Chargers. They, they're not out of it, uh, per se, but they, they have five games they can win. And I thought last night playing at home, playing in that stadium, that they would pull this game out. Special teams was huge. Um 
If they don't get those points, Ladanian doesn't look the same, and that oh, could be well. That could be a credit to the offensive line. The offensive line didn't get Drew Brees the time to throw the ball, and it, it was terrible. You talking about um, Philip Rivers? Phil, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Drew, Drew was there when you Drew, were there. Drew was there when I was there. <laughs> well, Philip was there too, but uh, um, yeah, Rivers. He, he yeah. looked like he was uh, under the rest the whole time. Yeah, San Diego. I don't, you know, I'm looking more like I don't think Denver's gonna go, gonna like. I think Denver might end up ten and some ten and six. Denver? Yeah, because of the, they got Baltimore, <laughs> Pittsburgh. They still got the Giants. They still got the Colts. They still got Philly. As well as they playing, they six and zero. You saying they not gonna win any more than um four more games? Last year, the Jets went out, started off at six and two, ended up two and six. And it's, it's there's always true. possibilities. It's always a possibility. This remaining schedule is no joke. They have a couple of cakes: Washington, all right, well, Kansas well. City, Oakland. That's it. Okay. The rest of them are winning teams. All right. Well, we'll 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 touch on that when we get back. We'll finish up real quick cutting the baseball. This is Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. We'll be back in two minutes with my co-host, Coach B. That's me. <laughs> the fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. 
We left off talking about the Denver Broncos, San Diego Chargers, and uh, implications on MVP for the season. It's too early. We're talking about Cal Horton in that situation. There's quite a few guys who can um, who can hone that honor uh, by the end of the season, but it's only it's still early. First part of the season, when we into six games, and um, I think by the eighth game, eighth or ninth game, we probably solidify a whole lot of things as far as who steps up, who team is for real. I think the different Broncos are for real. These guys don't make any mistakes. And, you, and Coach B, you talked about the season they having as far as uh, yeah. the rest of the season <laughs> they having. Oh. But that's the Denver Broncos. We're going to get into a little bit of baseball real quick. Uh, I got a guest on the line who was uh, drafted by the Arizona Diamondbacks. He uh, was a part of the World Series games that went seven games. He's a National League All-Star, uh, second baseman, uh, Junior Spivey, who has a ring with these guys. Junior Spivey, welcome to the show. Hey, Kwame, appreciate it. How you doing? I'm good, on, man. Junior, you on with uh, uh, myself, as you, obviously, and uh, Coach B, Rich Britt. If you got, he gets my name every now and then, Junior. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's really nobody, really. <laughs> 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 nah, he's, he's a good dude, man. It's all good. Junior, what's good with you, man? <laughs> oh, not much, man. Just hanging in there. Checking out some football, baseball. You know, it's the best time of the year for me, so... You know, I'm, in, I'm enjoying life. Well, that's good because we were talking about that. I say it, right now, uh, this is the best time. If you're a sports fan all over, and I know you are, uh, of all sports, not just the one you play, and that's and, and that's that's a good thing about you. You well versed in different sports and different things, not just not just baseball. But uh, this is the perfect time to be watching baseball right now. We got the Phillies and the um, Dodgers. We got the Yankees and the Angels. Um, questions I want to ask you about uh, the Yankees. Uh, Joe Giraldi, man, what's going on with this pitch count? I, I, I understand you have to, as a manager, you have to watch the pitch count because you got you got. It's only certain pitchers that can throw a certain amount of balls before they start taking the heat off them. But does he have to clear out his dugout every game by the seventh or the eighth? Not dugout, his bullpen by the seventh or the eighth inning of every game. Um, I understand that, but he he makes a trade in the eleventh inning. And he go from a right-hander to a right-hander, and that's really not a change unless he's going to throw some heat. But this guy came in not throwing heat. Man, I know, and, and it's, that's, that's kind of crazy. I think he's over-managing, especially in the playoffs. You know, I, I just think he's kind of getting too tight. He's just doing too much, especially when you got pitchers out there. that are, you got you got a couple arms that's bringing it. And if you just pay attention to the playoffs, your bullpen, hey, if you don't have 95, you're in trouble. <laughs> Uh, that's just the bottom line because guys are geeked up, ready to go. It's the playoffs. Right. If you don't have ninety five, you're in trouble. So if you're gonna go get somebody, you better you better be sure that they have ninety five plus. Right. These I, guys are ready to hit, and he's just over managing, man. He's just doing too much. I, I think you know? so because I didn't see him doing that during the during the uh, season. And these guys won one hundred and three games or something like that. But I didn't see him doing a whole lot of that during the season. Where he's going back and forth, looking at books. Uh, how many pitches had these guys had? He, you're right. When you when I look at him, he looked tense, and I'm thinking like, let those guys play. They've been there before. They've been there under different management before. They know how to win. The players, it's the players' job to win these games. Exactly, and, and he has a veteran club, so right. he doesn't really have to do anything. And and the great thing about you know managing in in Major League Baseball, you don't have to manage until after the seventh inning anyway. So there's not really a lot of decisions that you really have to make until after the seventh, seventh inning. Normally you just let your, your players play until the seventh inning, and then you kind of take over and start making decisions. But, you know, when you have a veteran club, those guys have been around, 
you let them play the game. They know how to play the game. If they get in, if they get caught up in a in a situation, let them get themselves out of it. They have a veteran pitching staff. Their bullpen is unbelievable. Just let them pitch themselves out of jams, and that's normally what you do. But you know, it's the playoffs, and it looks like he's 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 starting to feel it a little bit, and he's kind of getting too tight. Yeah, well, these, these guys got uh Jenkins was up two two zero. Uh, now it's two one, and I thought that was a game they could have won. Uh, you didn't have to change. You changed one guy, let him pitch uh three innings, and next thing you know, he's sitting on the. He was still pitching pretty good, in my in my opinion. Still being able to bring some here. You right. If you don't have that ninety five around that time, and these guys, both teams are worn out as far as swinging it. Uh, you know that you you all star. You you won a World Series. You went seven with the Yankees. And you played against a lot of those guys, man. So if you don't have that in your bullpen, and, mm. and if, if your coach is not, uh, if your manager is not managing the way he did previously, yeah, if he's tensing up, and right. you in trouble. If you got a young guy, a young team, um, a lot of young teams wouldn't be there. But if you got a, some young guys and they see that, that can dispel a uh, disaster for you. Hey, oh yeah, because you don't discourage him, man. You, you don't. You don't do that. Yeah. And the, the thing about having ninety five in the bullpen is, when you got ninety five, you can make mistakes and get away with it. You can throw 95 right down the middle and get away with it. Right. When you only got 88, oh, no, you can't make that mistake. You have to be perfect. That's betting practice. <laughs> yeah, you have to be perfect. And, you know, and, and that's the thing. You look at like you look at the playoffs right now with all the teams, their bullpen. I mean, you got guys coming in throwing from 90, 95 to 100 Ooh. because you know you can, hey, you can get away with it. You can get away with making mistakes. You don't have to be too fine. Right. Well, see, my so thing is, or, sorry, hey, Junior, my yeah. question is, is no matter what is what says and done, when you're the Yankees, you you don't, I personally don't think you need 95 in the bullpen because you know comes in the bottom of the eighth or ninth inning, you got the best reliever to ever come in the game and play the game and Mario, Vier, Mario Rivera coming in. So he comes in last night and stinks it up. Well, I mean, he's going to have those days. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just baseball. He's the, he's the most dominant closer of our era, right. Bottom line, you know, he's the most dominant closer. So you're gonna have that. You're gonna have those problems, just like with Brad Lidge. You know, regardless of what happened to him in the past, he's the most dominant closer. You know, in in that particular league, in the National League, and you know, we we can go back to when we won the World Series with BK Kim. At that at that point in time, BK was the most dominant closer that that I've seen uh, since like uh, Trevor Hoffman. You know, because okay. BK was all year. He dominated. You get into the World Series. And you want to Boom, You have some guys that put together some good at bats. And, you know, they, <laughs> they, they, they did what they supposed to have done. They put the, put the bat in the ball, hit a couple home runs, and they won the game. But, you know, you still you stick with them, you know. You stick with them, and, hey, you know, you still got a, got a chance to win it the next day. You got to go with that because you mentioned BK Kim, man. I thought in the World Series I wanted to strangle this guy. I'm watching the <laughs> TV. I'm like, but you know what? You're right. I'm not there. Uh, you watch this guy play all year. You watch this guy practice. Uh, uh, Marano, Mario Rivera, yeah, forty-four saves, man. He he does yeah. his job. You go into the game believing that. If he make a mistake, it's just that he gonna make a mistake. But this guy, you got to live and die with him when he has those numbers. You say he's the best closer in the, in our era in the game right now. Uh, he, right now he has forty-four saves. You yeah, got man, this it's, it's it's unbelievable. And hey. That's why they pay those guys all that money, man. It's hard to get three outs in the ninth. Yeah, and then you got, then <laughs> it's you hard got to get three outs in the ninth, man. When you're drilling, going, and guys are, you know, that's what what makes that's what turn guys into superstars. When you're able to get hits off of those guys, right? That's where you make your money, man. In the clutch, in the big you know, those clutch too. situations, those big opportunities, man. 
You know, that's hey, I tip my hat off, man. I got nothing but respect for those guys that can go up there in those pressure situations and come up with big hits right. off of those guys, man. It's you no, know, you really you make a big name of yourself when you can do that. Uh, speak on the uh, Dodgers. I mean, we talk about the Yankees and those guys. Just about the to Dodgers, ask about the Dodgers. man. <laughs> Sp- Spivey, what is going on with the Dodgers, man? They down three one. Jimmy Rollins uh, uh comes through in the clutch. You know, he was three for eighteen at that point. But you got to believe, as you know, every time you come up the bat, this has got to be the one. But he's three for eighteen with one RBI. He comes up and hits a walk off double. Dodgers lose five four or nanny down three one in the series, but. What is going on with that team? This is a team who dominated all year, and I don't know how you get to the playoffs and fall off. Right, and I just think, you know, those guys, even though they got there, and they got there because of Manny. And, you know, I tell guys, don't get it twisted. The reason why the Dodgers are doing what they're doing is because of Manny. What Manny has brought, even if Manny is not hitting, Manny brings swagger to those mm-hmm. young guys, mm-hmm. you know. Before Manny got there, those guys didn't have an identity. They didn't know. They were trying to figure out what kind of players that they were going to be. They had the talent, but they didn't have that swag. When Manny got there, you know, before Manny got there, they didn't have music in the clubhouse. Right. You understand? Right. They, they, had, you know, they had to have their hair cut a certain way. Facial hair had to be a certain, you know, they didn't have facial hair. Manny comes, Manny has dreadlocks. Manny brings them swagger. They have music in the clubhouse. They're dancing and jumping up, high-fiving. You know, guys got rocking beards. Ethier has a beard. Loney has a beard. I mean, it just gives, you know, it, it's, and it, it, it's more to it than just playing a game. That says a lot about the team. It brings swagger to the team. And Manny has brought the swagger. And I just think, you know, before Manny got there and, then, and when Andrew Jones was there and those young guys were going through that platooning, because of Andrew, and you know, when because Andrew had that thirty-six million dollar contract, they had to play Andrew. They had to play Andrew, and the guys who suffered, who had to uh, endure all of this stuff, was Kemp, Ethier, platooning. You know, and then you had uh, Pierre came in in the situation, and he had to platoon. I mean, all that stuff is coming back to haunt them. I mean, because now they're in pressure situations, and now you're leaning on these young guys, but. When they was going through those pressure situations, you were taking them out of the game and platooning them. They didn't get a hit one day, you were setting them the next day. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And now you, you expect them to come through in those situations, and they haven't really been there. You know, so now it's all new to them. And, I, you know, and I'm not trying to point the finger at, at um, Tory, but, man, but look at what they did to Matt Kemp um, <clears throat> this year. This dude was hitting eight most of the year. Right. This is a guy who has 29 home runs, 100 RBIs, and you were hitting him eighth most of the year. Um uh, Martin Russell Martin was he was scuffling all year, and you still had him hitting above Matt Kemp. Then all of a sudden, you know, after the second half, he said, "Okay, I'm deciding to move him up in the lineup." I mean, that should have been done a long time ago. This dude had 30 home runs and probably 120 RBIs. Right. Well, so he's gonna put. He, go ahead. Go well, ahead. Cole. No, no. But just saying, like, not only that, but Ryan Howard, you know, he's hitting. He's an RBI in all seven get postseason games for Philadelphia. Yeah, you know, he's done. Oh, he's Ryan done Howard is the man, and people, man, they want to criticize Howard. You know, he's not. He's a second half player. You look at his numbers in the second half since he's been in the league. He's a second half player. There's only one player that had better numbers than Ryan Howard last last year in the second half, and that was Manny. After Manny, it was Ryan Howard, and people fail to realize this dude hit 50 home runs last year, and most of them came in the second half, and still had like a hundred and we had like a hundred and maybe. Uh, 40 RBIs or something, something yeah. ridiculous. But he's a second-half player. 
And um, that's where you make your money, man. That's where the clutch players are because people don't remember what you do in, in April and May. It's, it's then you get to October, uh, man. In October, where this, we were talking about that earlier, October is where you start making that push to find the identity if you didn't already have one. But find the identity. You mentioned uh, these guys had didn't have one. Right. Tom Coughlin tried to do that in Carolina. They couldn't win the game. He he goes to New York and them guys. Jack, he, Jacksonville. He, he goes to uh, yeah Jacksonville, but he goes to now he's in um uh, New York. And, yeah. the, and he's um got a Super Bowl on his belt. He has a Super Bowl on his belt. He he went right. to a more veteran team, and them guys wasn't having it. This is how we gonna play football. We we can police ourselves. You just manage the game when the game need to be managed, and uh, th- that way them guys find a way to win. So I agree with you. One in that uh instant, you, Man, these guys it's, have it's to have some how, You know, you look at the media and all these guys, and they should be ashamed of themselves, and they don't never get criticized because they crown teams so early in the season. It's unbelievable. They start crowning you in. And, hey, man, Denny Green said it best, man. If you want to crown them, go ahead and crown them. Crown. You know, we know who they, <laughs> they are, who we thought they are. Yeah. Man, that's perfect. And I always go back to that because, you know, you, you after four or five games, they want to start crowning people, man. It's a long season. It is a long mm-hmm. season. And then, you know what, I don't, the media, they it, most of the time it's guys – uh, men and women who haven't played the game, but they can go tell you how the dugout feels, or how the bullpen feels, or how the locker room feels. You can't tell me that until you play the game. I, I'm not saying there's not a lot of guys who can do that because some uh, Hall of Fame coaches never played the game, but they coach, but they listen to the players first. Right. Hey, right. Junior, we're going to take a break, man. We can come back, and I'm not going to hold you long. If you can give me about five more, three more minutes. Oh, yeah, I'll give you. I got as much time as you need. All right, buddy. I appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate you, man. Kwame, Kwame Lasha Sports Talk. We'll be back in two minutes. We'll finish up with Junior Spivey, National League All-Star, has a World Series. Yeah, got a belt on his belt. <laughs> The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. Welcome back to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Uh, we have Junior. We left off talking baseball. We're gonna talk a little bit more baseball. Then we're gonna take we're gonna take Junior Spive over to some football. I, I, like I said, he's well versed in the uh, world of sports. He's ambidextrous. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's okay. what you do both. Okay, multitask. Uh huh. So you right, are right hand and left hand. This guy is crazy, man. Let me get I, look. I'm gonna put out. Hey, I'm interviewing for a new co-host. So uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, this I'm guy is locked up right there. <laughs> Now, nah, Coach B is all good. Coach B is all good, man. Uh, Spivey, uh, what's going on, man? We talk, we talk this baseball stuff. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Rollins, man. These hey, guys. Jimmy Rollins, man. He, you he, know this he, guy. He, don't he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Man. I don't think so either. If people pay attention to um, his first half numbers and things of that nature, but Jimmy Rollins brings certain intangibles that a lot of shortstops in the league don't have, man. His swagger, man. His confidence, regardless. You would never know if Jimmy Rollins was hitting 200 or if he was hitting 350. Right. You would never know because he's the same guy every day. And he's just the ultimate professional, man. And I came up with Jimmy, and we got in the league around the same time. And, and his poise, man, the way he is now is the way he was when he was a rookie in the league, man. So, you know, Jimmy Rollins, is, he's, he's just – I'm just glad to see him evolve and, and become the player he's become. He deserves everything. Winning the MVP the year he won it. Yeah. You know what I mean? This dude is, is, well, I, is I, one I of the best see, uh, offensively and defensively of, of you know of my generation. I never seen that guy change from time from time I've been watching him, but I always heard people make mention of him of being that guy, being an MVP or this guy is gonna help you win baseball games from that defense standpoint. Uh he's but he has these guys, well I think it's a collective group, but they are one game away from being back into the World Series. Yes. And and yeah. the, uh, last year beating, was it, uh, who they beat, Tampa Bay Rays last year? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. They, they won game away from being bad. I think once you get there, man, the whole dynamics of the game change. You there, you belong there, you find a way to win those games. And, and you mentioned guys who can play in the second half of the season. That's when those guys come up. I think another guy who plays in the second half of the season is Derek Lee, but I think he's just on the wrong team right now. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. Derek, you said Derek Lee. I did, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. Derek Lee, man, he's he's phenomenal, man, and he has that playoff experience. He has a World Series under his belt, right? And you know, Derek is definitely that guy. It's not that he's on the wrong team; they just haven't been. They don't have. They're they're, they're missing one piece. There's one piece that's missing. Offensively, that? unfortunately, Mitten Bradley. They thought Mitten Bradley would be that missing piece, and when Mitten Bradley is on the game, he is that missing piece that can help you get over that hump. But they're just missing that that one piece, man. And when they can find that one piece, uh, they want to be okay. Is Milton Bradley suspended and for this Derek, year? Yeah. Okay. Wow. He, 
He's that RBI guy, man. When you got a big hitter like Derek, that's clutch, man, that brings a threat to your lineup, man. It, it takes a lot of pressure off of Soriano, off of Armas, you know. And, and man, if, if Milton, man, and the tough thing about it, and, and to, to Milton, I would say to Milton's uh, uh, credit, it's kind of tough, man, going from playing night games to all of a sudden playing day games right. every day. Right. So, you know, that takes an adjustment, you know, in itself. See, but, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people man, don't know that. Put all that stuff behind them, man, and just, mm-hmm. you know, because Milton, man, he, he, he can be a, a, a big piece for that team. A lot of people don't know that, man, the adjustments you got to make. Uh, if a guy been playing night games and then from day games, uh, we don't know that because we we're not the in this sport. Right. Yeah, because you, you got to be trial with 10. You got to know this stuff. A lot of guys think, uh, I may mention earlier that uh, you think these guys don't have injuries. These guys don't get hurt, but you guys, baseball players, Go 162 plus games, man, and you don't have time to rest. So you might have a doubleheader. The next day, you might go play some. You might be on the road playing somebody else with another doubleheader. Uh, but you guys don't have time to rest. You got to play through injuries. And people who haven't played baseball would think it's a boring sport. Like who people who don't play golf think it's a boring sport. So I, I always give them credit to um, that. Maybe because I played younger, I didn't get to your level as far as playing or getting out there, but. You know, you should have, man. I've seen your swing, dog. <laughs> man, you would have been a great baseball player. I've seen junior, your junior, 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 stop, dog. Don't tell him that. Junior, he <laughs> hey, junior man, don't, hey, don't ruin the rest of our day, man. You know what? Swing, swing, I didn't want to mention it. as good as, as your swing. I didn't want to mention your it. your golf swing, if you took that golf swing and, and put a baseball bat in your hands, Bruh, oh, I'm telling you right now. Well, Junior, I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know, because I got you on the show. But, you know, out of high school, Tower Water Ties, who's the farm team for the, for the Mets? I, oh, I ain't want to mention, mention any of that stuff, Peninsula Palace. But, look, oh, man. Oh, man. Hey. Thanks, Junior. I appreciate it. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, my, my bad, Coach B, man. I, hey, he done ruined well, like, you say wow. Coach B, add the rest of the letters to that. <laughs> oh, wow. So, it's ag- we're going aggressive today. Okay. Hey, look, no, no. 888 and Areas and four four and others. If you uh, what you say, ambidextrous. If, if you ghetto, it's four, it's four four. Oh, okay. If you're ambidextrous, it's four four. <laughs> Listeners, I, par- I apologize. Listen, all three this of guy, them. Uh, all three of them. But uh, we got to kick me off, man. I want to get. I want to sneak something in. You playing against my Sooners this weekend, bro? Oh man, I was gonna mention that. I was gonna mention you from Oklahoma, but you played yeah, Kansas. Yeah, man. You played at Coward, Kansas. Bradford, you, you played at Coward, Kansas. Ryan Minor, man. Should, what y'all gonna do without Sam Bradford? It's unfortunate. Well, we we can we can put a drink on this if you want to. Oh, if, if you want to put a drink on Holla this, if you hear him, we can we can bet a drink. But uh, you know, yeah. boosted his golf, his his swing ups. So well, man, you know, oh, man. you know what? Kansas lost to Colorado last year. I, you know, I, I'm not even mad because that's what you get for playing a team like that close, a team you should have beat. And it happens. You got to line up and still play the game. But they lost to Colorado. Oklahoma lost a, a tough one to Texas last week. Yes, and, and these guys, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a showdown, and yep. I think uh, Sam Bradford is gonna be out for this game, but it's still I Oklahoma. Think it, I think it should be out for the season, man. Just heal up, man, and get ready for the next level, man. Yeah, but you know what? Because he's a fourth year junior, he can still play college next year. But I could have came out as a first round pick last year. Uh, thought he would come back this year, get the Heisman, and and move on. But I think he should sit out, start rehabbing for the for the National Football League. In my exactly, opinion. man. 
Yeah, yeah. Ryan Miner, man. When you're hot, you got to go when you're hot. You got to go when you're hot. <laughs> you know what? If my kids, somebody say, I'm going to take your kid in the first round, I'm preaching, you got to go to school, you got to go to school, but you got to go to school to make money. So somebody going to take you in the first round, you make their money. Now it becomes the parent's responsibility to put these guys back in school, make sure they get the, his, he or she get their degrees, get their education. So right, which you is gonna, the key. Yeah, you, I mean, you're going to make $10 million coming out. I mean, this guy, baseball guy just got drafted. What did he get, $16 million? He, yeah, he was man, only a junior, man. Come on, man. You for real. Get him out of there. Amazing. Get him out of there, it's man. It's amazing, man. It's amazing it's how they just give these guys money, man. It, it, you know what? I ain't want to get too personal on this, but I'm, I'm going to get a little personal on this. Major mm-hmm. League Baseball, man. Uh, people don't even know that. Uh, and I, I didn't know. You know, I talked to you guys. It's not a lot of African-Americans in Major League Baseball. You look at the color and you may think they're African-Americans. <coughs> But what is it like three percent or five percent? Yeah, it's less than five percent. It's less than five percent. They want to get these numbers. They want to add the forty man roster. But you look at the twenty five man active roster. Uh-huh. It's less than five percent, and people understand. And this is this. I'm just telling the truth, man. If you're African American and you play this game, you have to be a superstar if you want to play in the big leagues. That's the bottom line. You look at all the African American baseball players that are in Major League Baseball. They're superstars, all stars. And they're everyday superstars. And that's the bottom line. And if you're African-American, you're not going to get a job coming off the bench. You can count maybe one or two guys that are coming off the bench as African-American baseball players. And, and that's it. In all of baseball. But and the guys that are coming off the bench, Juan Pierre, Willie Harris, yeah. these guys used to be everyday players. I was going to say, they used to be yeah. superstars, but mm-hmm. they can come exactly. off the bench because you may need them down the road somewhere. So yeah. they, that's... And, 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 you know, when I'm talking to kids and I'm, and I'm teaching kids, hey, I'm trying to build you into into a superstar. You have to be an everyday player. See, I and, like that. And, and you have to be a superstar. You can't be mediocre. You can't be average. You know, you can't even have one average year and they're ready to get but, you out. Spive, you, you know, know what? what? I, I like that. I don't mean to cut you off. I like that because a lot of parents don't say you put a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. you got to be ready for this. So I'm building you to be a superstar. Right. It's going to take a lot of uh, commitment. It's going to be a lot of pressure. But parents say, oh, he's just a kid. He's just this. He's that. And, and, and handicapping these kids. But when you got a guy who's been in there, who know the league and played and know what it's going to take, then you have to put that pressure on these guys. If they're not going to do it, it's better them not doing it now than get to a point and fall apart. See, I was, yeah, exactly. And I was just different. I knew what I wanted to do from the time I was five years old. I knew I wanted I mean, I didn't know. I wanted to be a professional athlete. I didn't know what sport I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play all of them. I wanted to be a professional athlete in every sport. Right. So, therefore, you know, I took it serious. I, I took it a step further. I wanted to learn. I wanted to become a student of the game. You know, I just wanted to play. I wanted to play. I wanted to compete. I hated to lose. And for me, it was easy. So, once these kids decide, hey, this is what I want to do, now it's up to the parents like, hey, there's a price that you have to pay before you get there. You're not just all of a sudden going to just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to be a professional athlete. No, there's a, hard, a lot of hard work, sweat, and tears that's going to go into it, and a lot of sacrifice, and like you said, commitment. Commitment. You have to commit. If you don't commit, you can forget about it. Right, there's a lot, a lot of guys. Of, there's a lot of guys. You don't see what Barry Sanders was doing. You know, you don't see what Jerry Rice was doing. You don't right. see what Kwame Lasseter was doing, oh, or Junior Spivey, or Barry Bonds, or Coach B was doing to get to that point. You don't see the hard work that went into it. If you go back and look at 
all those hours that you put you put into the weight room, dating back to high school, you know what I'm saying, Kwame, in college. Yeah, man, you know, I mean. late night and the sacrifice that went into it and all the extra running that you used to do. You go back like, man, I paid the price. I paid the price. That's why I say <laughs> that's why I say a lot of times, man. I I, I met I talked to this guy the, last weekend, man. He said, Man, I was surprised you played in the National Football League because he played on my high school football team. I said, Why was you surprised? He said I thought it should be me. I'm like, really? He you thought- wasn't even the start on our team. The How key- you thought it was going to be you? The key word there was thought. Yeah. But anyway, man, Julius Spivey needs to open up his own baseball facility <laughs> training camp. We're going to come back with Kwame Lass Sports Talk with my co-host, Coach B. You want to call me. in and talk to Spivey? I know you don't want to talk to us, but Julius Spivey will be here for another segment. Appreciate the call. Hello. <laughs> to the pros we, we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports the owen hodge show are you ready for some football well here it comes the owen hodge show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio this action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback big hodge and the knowledgeable defensive back odie this show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. The Owen Hodge Show. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Parents, did you know that high school dropouts make 42% less than graduates? Someone will have to make up that difference, and chances are, that will be you. That means paying 42% of their groceries. Ooh, more candy. 42% of their dentist bills. No, no more candy. Even 42% of their therapy sessions. It's all my dad's fault. Save your money. Encourage your kids to stay in school. For help and advice, call 877-F-O-R-A-K-I-D. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough 
shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. This is my sexy voice to the Kwame Lasker Sports Talk Show. You know, at the last segment, we got Junior Spivey on. I got to keep my sexy voice because I don't know what you're doing at work. You might have your hand somewhere. Hey, this is Kwame Lasker. Welcome back to the show. We got Junior Spivey on the on the show. <laughs> that sexy voice, I've got to stop. Seriously. Boy, don't be over here, Jeff. Jeff I got haters <laughs> all the way around me. What's that song, uh, Jay-Z and... Uh, uh, hater, K- hater. Yeah, Jay-Z got with uh, hey, uh, Kanye. Still a hater. But look, man, we we talking to Junior Spiv. You want to call in? The number is three four. Uh, what is it, Rich? Eight 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 three four six nine one four four in areas and four four in others. I think, um, Junior, I think you should open up a account, man, or a facility or something like that. Or go, what's going on with you, man? That's 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 what I want to do. You know, initially that's my passion, man, and that would be my way of giving back. I have all this knowledge and experience, and I, you know, I want to feed it to some kids, man. So. That's that's what I got going on, and it'd be nice to have an all sports facility. You know, when you got football, basketball, baseball, soccer, mm-hmm. you name it, yeah. in this facility, and you're able to cater to these kids and and give them what they need, and and that's professional instruction. That's right. so good. You know, anytime you can do that, man, I think it's a win win for everyone because these kids are getting the right things and get their being taught the right things and the right fundamentals, and they can take these fundamentals and take them on and to 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 get college edu- you know to get a college education out of it. And that's the and that's the bottom line. You just want you just want your child to be able to get a college education so they're equipped with the tools to to make it in life. Man. I think you got to have that education. Too. I think the great facility yeah. for you to have is that that the facility because you got all these ones around here, but they predicated on a whole lot of different sports. But if you just got a baseball camp, this is Arizona man. You got guys, and you know guys around the league. You can get them in and out of here to teach. You can have tutorings on site. This is a thing I think you made for, you built for. Uh, I don't know how much of a tuition is going to come to, but you should zero in on that. That just feel like it. Just feel like that's something you should be doing. Like, I mean, you should be having. I'm going to Spivey's camp this year. I'm going to Spivey's facility. I'm yeah. going to get better. I play baseball. This is what I'm doing. You can tell a prodigy. We were talking off air. You can tell a child prodigy around the age of three to five or something like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids are not going to be superstar, but you can work up to a superstar. And it kills me uh, that a parent is saying, my child's going to be the next Michael Jordan. Do you know the work that Michael Jordan had to put in? My <laughs> and that's child? the thing people fail to realize, man. Yeah, you got to that And that's that why I'm just like, I'm just intrigued, you know, by guys like Michael Jordan. I just want to sit down and pick their brain because the hard work, the drive that Tiger has, the drive that Kobe has, the drive that, that, that Mike Tyson has, right. and he had. And, you know, I was watching the Mike Tyson movie, man, and, and there's a guy that was built the time that he was 12 up until he became Iron Mike, you know, youngest heavyweight champion of the world, man, you see the dedication that went into it. I mean, the, the boxers, he studied the, the best uh, ever. I think you got to know the history. of the world, man, and this dude, that's all he did. And he knows about him. He studied him. He, he studied their styles, and he took their styles and added into into his style, man, and it, it's just amazing, man. If you guys get a chance, man, we'll all listen Go rent or go buy that Mike Tyson. It's called Tyson Documentary. And you will see another light on Mike Tyson, man. I think I just and it'll just open you up, man. It's, it's one of the best documentaries that I've ever seen because you really see the mind of Mike Tyson. 
just everything about him. I just had to add that in there. Well, you can look at his interviews and tell this guy's well-educated in his sports. And if you're going to be a superstar, as we say, and I quote-unquote, you have to know the history. You got to know the guys that came before you. You just can't go in the league and say, I'm going to be this and forget about you can't have those knucklehead penalties and knucklehead antics that you have because a lot of guys came before you who didn't do that who we call superstars. So why would I la- label you a superstar if you don't know the history of your sport you're playing in, if you don't know the guys that came before you or the, or the things they've done? You can't be a superstar. I think it's very important to know the history of the game or whichever sport you're playing. But, Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Junior, I, before we before we this last segment, man, we got a real short segment. Okay. The last segment, but I'm gonna need you in a golf tournament, and I'm gonna need some autograph items. I'm gonna need you. Oh yeah, I, I would definitely. You, you, you got that, man. We're playing in Tory Hunter's golf, golf classic, and I'm also playing in Jerry Colangelo's uh, golf classic as well. I so, think I'm playing in that too. You know, we need some support. So if there's any sponsors out there, please, you know, come out, do what you can, you know. Uh, sponsor a whole, you know, just do it. Do what you can just to help with. It's for a great cause, prostate cancer, and and Tory Hunter's Golf Classic is for you know underprivileged children, got kids coming out of the project from the inner city. So come out and support the cause, and you know we need some checks, we need some product, whatever you can give, you know. Just come out and support the cause. Just let me know what I can do, man, because I think I might come out there and play. I think. Please uh, come out. We need. I need you to come out there and play because, uh, you know, Tory Hunter's golf classic, man. He's going to have Barry Sanders there. I mean, Jenny Finch, Brian, uh, Brian McKnight, Daryl Strawberry. It's going to be star-studded, and I want Kwame to come out there and and, and basically. Oh, so uh, and come, put, put together a good, a good showing. Okay, man. Man, you know what we got to do? We got to go to the range, man, and we're going to do that because I know you know how to hit a curveball, and that same. With that same what it takes to hit a curveball, I'm we gonna we gonna fix that up right on real quick. So Well my nemesis was a slider, man. Oh. I was trying to figure out how to hit that slider, how to lay off the slider so I can get the fastball or that hanging breaking ball that I wanted. But that was my nemesis. But I wanna add one thing. Uh uh I have a juice uh um that I'm I'm basically a distributor for this company, Xfuse. Let me know what it is. Go to xfuse.com slash Junior Spivey. It's a multi-botanical health drink. It's the most uh, nutritious drink out on the market. It's already been tested and approved through the BSCG, Banned Substance Control Group. So I'm trying to push this drink and get it to every locker room around the world. Give me the website Every locker room, football, basketball, baseball, soccer, every locker room around the world. It's a great product. You have to just get on the product, and you have your own testimony about the product. Give me that website one more time. Xfuse. Xfuse. E X F U Z E dot com slash Junior Spivey. Sweet. Okay, man. We'll keep pushing that, man. You you let me know. We'll keep pushing that on the show. That's, yeah, that's, that's we what got we it. Yeah, that's what we do. We'll keep pushing it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Junior Spivey. Yeah, we got you. We got you. Well, thanks for having me, guys, man. I enjoyed it. And uh, we'll do it again in the future. Uh, definitely, definitely, man. We might be calling you after uh, doing the World Series and see what's going on. You got a little time. But uh, if you want to, you know, meet me later on for some. Uh, you know, Golf lessons, yeah, let's look. do that, man. That's, that's, yeah, we'll definitely do that. All right, they say I got practice later on this evening, but we we can talk. We'll talk later. Well, I come out to your practice. Right? You got football practice? Hey, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, man. We gonna, but we we do it before that. I don't know. My, I don't know. We well, we can do it tomorrow. Yeah, we got we got number time. I got about three weeks, man, to get ready. So. Okay. Well, we oh you'll be ready. We will be ready to go. All right. Like a plan there. All right, my man. Appreciate right, you. B. Thanks for calling, right, in, Junior. Take it easy, guys. All right, Bye, take y'all. care. All right. Uh, uh, that was Junior Spivey, man. Was, Spivey, I, that, man. Was, that was good. In. I wanted to talk a little bit of football, but, I, but that was good, man. That was you real just good. just chit-chatted with, a, you know, with somebody who's a perennial all-star. Yeah. Uh, um, won the World Bowl, Series. World Series winner. Got a belt on his, walking around with a belt on his on his um, finger. 
Yeah, I, I, like, I like that, man. I that's like that. That was, that was good. Junior Spivey, man. He uh, We might have to get him his own show during baseball season, man. Get, uh, let him come in and talk baseball. That's a good deal right there. Yeah, especially come in, I guess, on the Football World Series. Yeah, Next well, a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, with that too, but he may, you know, he may want he he's well versed in what in the knowledge of baseball. Yeah, he gets his own baseball, so he can just talk baseball. But he can also talk sports. But I was so interested in what he was saying that uh, we didn't even get to football. Sure. We don't we don't have to get to football. You watch football. You, the Monday night game was good. We talked about that. But we had Vikings, uh, Saints, Saints blew the Giants out. Vikings. Let the Ravens come back, but the Vikings oh, end up winning. Patriots and the Titans. That's that's just what it is. That hurts my heart. Well, I appreciate everything, Coach B. I appreciate you letting me in here, man. Uh, as always, man. I know you're going to be on the road talking to me uh, next week. Sometime. Yeah, next Tuesday. I'm on my way back to D.C. for a few days. Going to be chilling on the East Coast. This is Kwame Lodge Sports Talk. We'll be back next week. We had a great segment with Junior Spive. You can call in, check the web page. As always, my whole co-host from the Coach, other coast. That's me, Coach B. Hello. We'll see you guys next week. Pledge your allegiance, get your petite on All black everything, black cars, black cars, all black everything And I girls are black birds, riding with they diligence I can't more in depth if you boys really rhythm enough This is La Familia Thanks for tuning in this week Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time For another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk On the Voice America Sports Network